well. Game one went well for the Rangers. Game two, not as much. They lose to the Columbus Blue Jackets 5-3. to three. This was a game uh, in Columbus, and the Blue Jackets were coming off of a loss in their first game. It was their home, home opener versus the Philadelphia Flyers. And the Rangers got off to a really good start, and the first period had a, had a, a couple of disallowed goals, all the correct calls. But it kind of threw things off. So a couple of offside no goals for the Rangers. There was also one disallowed goal for the Blue Jackets where they said the puck crossed the line, but it actually didn't. But long story short, this is a disappointing loss to the Rangers, who really outplayed Columbus. But still, Rangers weren't as sharp defensively, um, and, and it cost them. But also, a big point that I want to make, which Peter Laviolette, after the game, didn't really make a big deal about. And I guess it makes sense. I mean, coaches aren't going to make excuses, so it, like his answer um, is not surprising, but no Ryan Lindgren. And we've seen how the Rangers are when Lindgren is out of the lineup, and, and it's twofold. A, he is a very important player on this team, on this defense, and what it does is it brings Zach Jones into the lineup, and so your third pair was Zach Jones and Braden Schneider, and wow, was that a bad, bad pair, which I kind of suspected would be. Like... You don't want to really play either of them in the top four if you can avoid it, but still, like to have that as a pair, both of them together, is scary. And to me, more of the concern is Braden Schneider. Zach Jones, I got to be honest, I don't really have much hope for Zach Jones. I think that part of the reason why he's on this team, it's sort of that Libor Hayek situation where he basically, you know, can't be sent down without going through waivers. So it's a way to keep him on the roster. So, is Zach Jones, would he have, if you could send Jack, Zach Jones down, would he have actually earned that seventh defense uh, spot? I, I'm not so sure. But anyway, as I had mentioned previously, they're not going to want him to sit out as a, you know, as a healthy scratch too much. So, with this Lincoln injury, it gives them a chance to uh, put Jones in the lineup. But Braden Schneider, wow. Like, it's not really talked enough about just, the guy hasn't really gotten a lot better. Since his debut in the middle of the twenty, uh, the twenty twenty two season, where he comes up, he scores a goal in his first game against the San Jose Sharks, and you know, expectations really weren't so high, and he kind of did a decent job. But like, let's hey, this is now you know he's been in the league now for, I mean, look, not very long, right? He hasn't even played you know, two seasons, like two full seasons, but I don't know. I, I just, I want to see more from Braden Schneider. He's still very young and, and as for a defenseman, it's not easy, but I, I think it kind of flies, you know, under the radar. Because like I had mentioned this previously, I see Braden Schneider as the number six defenseman on this team. Eric Gustafson, who's going to have his defensive faults, just provides so much to the offensive game. Like he's kind of like having another forward Gustafson. So I think that he is like your number five. And so it could be a situation where, hey, like it is Schneider or Jones. Schneider's going to get the lion's share of opportunities. But when Jones comes in and everyone's healthy, he's probably coming in for Schneider, not Eric Gustafson. So I think that needs to be made clear because there was a lot of talk. Oh, who's going to win the sixth defense? Like Gustafson's like the lead guy for the number six role. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. He's probably number five. Braden Schneider is the number six, but that's here nor there. The Rangers really just let this game get away from them in the second period. Igor Shosturkin was in. Shosturkin 
There's one goal that I have an issue with with Igor. Other than that, he wasn't really good in this game, but he had no chance. You know, on the first three, like the first three goals were uh, all scored by Boone Jenner. So the captain of the Columbus Blue Jackets gets a hat trick, uh, and you know nothing you can do on that one. The uh, the fourth goal by Juracek, the defenseman, that might be one that Igor would like to have back. But yeah, like the Rangers need to be a lot stronger in front of the net defensively. Uh, and I guess it goes both ways. Columbus was doing a better job clearing the crease, and the Rangers were not. Like these were goals that were right in front of the net. And so, yeah, again, they need to be more stingy defensively. So with the Rangers, the concern for me, and it's been a concern with this core, is them feeling maybe too good about themselves. Now, look, this wasn't a bad... I think the score probably ends up being slightly misleading. But with that said, still a very disappointing loss to lose to Columbus, who is definitely... I don't think that they're going to be one of the worst teams in the league, but, you know, yeah, in... You look at the Metropolitan Division, they're probably a team that finishes anywhere from 6th to 8th, somewhere in that range. I'll say maybe 6th or 7th, and that's very premature in Game 2 to be saying that. But Columbus probably isn't as bad as one would think, but it's it's a team you should be, and they didn't have Zach Wierenski. So, yeah, not a great job by the Rangers. Let's just talk about some specific players, and uh, please uh, like and subscribe. Uh, we're going to be doing some fun fun things this year, some new things, and, you know, happy for everyone to uh, join as this will be, hopefully, a, a very entertaining New York Ranger season. So, I thought that some of the kids were not great in this game. Not Will Cooley, though. Will Cooley scored his first NHL goal, and I like the way he's been playing. But Capo Caco was not very good. In this one, and you know, I, I'm worried that I think that they should stick with that first, stick with the line with Zabanajad and Carter. But I don't know, Kako needs to, you know, look a little bit better than he has. I should also mention that Jimmy VZ joins the lineup, and, they, and uh, Tyler Pitlick was taken out. Uh, it's anyone's guess as to what that like every game, as long as you have 13 healthy forwards, like who will be the scratch next game? Because I would say that Pitlick probably comes back in. Does it mean that VZ is automatically pulled out? I guess that's possible. Those are the, the two main candidates. I think there will be times when Nick Benino could be out these scratch as well. And here's another one that maybe could be, I think Blake Wheeler, there might be times when he is out these scratch. I think he could find himself in that mix. I have not been impressed by Blake Wheeler at all. But like what I've seen from Will Cooley, he should definitely stay in the lineup, no questions about it. But yeah, um... Like I said, you know, Lafreniere, I, I thought Lafreniere got worse. Like, I, I liked what I was seeing from him early on. But, yeah, it kind of got worse as the game moved forward. Not a great game from Philip Heedle, Um, But let's let's talk about it from start to finish. And the Rangers get off to a very, uh, an early start. 50 seconds in, it's the first uh, goal as a Ranger for Eric Gustafson. Uh, assists to Adam Fox and Jimmy Vesey. And so, taking... The spot of Lindgren with Fox was Gustafson. So he moves up from the third pair. And I thought that those guys were pretty good. Certainly, as you'd expect, offensively. I thought Gustafson Fox was the best pair of the three. So this is a play where Gustafson tries to make a pass cross ice to Jimmy Vesey. And it wasn't going to work. Luckily, it goes off of a Columbus skating in. So kind of a fortunate goal. Rangers take a 1-0 lead. And they look good early. And, you know, building off of what they did the game before. Then it looked like they took a 2-0 lead. 
uh, and it would have been a goal by Philip Heedle. However, Alexi Lafreniere took himself offside. So it was the right call and unfortunate. Then at 9.36, the Blue Jackets tied up. It's Boone Jenner assisted by Johnny Goudreau and Marchenko. So that ties it up at one. This is a play where blame goes to probably both Schneider and Jones. Schneider goes out of position. The puck hops over the stick of Jones, and Schneider's late to get back to the front of the net. So again, like, that was a disaster pair. It just was. And you'd have to think if Ryan Lindgren is in this game that things would have been different. Like, it was that bad that, you know, they really were hurt by that. So that makes it 1-1. But then the Rangers think that they take the lead again. And we thought that Mika Zibanejad had scored a goal, but he actually didn't because Chris Kreider was offside. So you don't normally see that. We're two in the same period goals that were originally goals taken off the board because of offside. And then it's another one, but this time for Columbus. Um, the Blue Jackets thought they took a 2-1 lead, but a really nice play by Jacob Truber to keep it out of the net. Originally called the goal, but then... Uh, you know, the right call was made. I, I thought maybe it was going to stamp as I wasn't sure if it was conclusive, but a really nice effort by Truba after a bad turnover by Keandre Miller. Again, like, there's so much more for Keandre Miller to give. He has, like, all the abilities, but yet there's just a lot of inconsistency with him. So not a great play by Miller there, but no harm, no foul. Then the Rangers take a penalty. Adam Fox trips Liam Foody at 15:54, and Columbus takes advantage of it. It was Columbus's one power play on the night, and they score. It's Boone Jenner on a tip-in from Goudreau and Provorov. So that makes it 2-1 Blue Jackets, and the, uh, the PK was tired. And when you have Gustafson and Schneider as a PK pair, that's not what you want. Not at all. So it's 2-1. Then the Rangers get a power play late in the first. Uh, Matthew Olivier uh, hooks Artemi Panarin. Rangers don't score on the power play, though. We go to the second period, and, and Merzlikens, who looked shaky in the first period, looked a lot better in the second. So the Rangers outshot the Blue Jackets 17-10 in the second period. However, that's a bit misleading because the Rangers did not play a great second period. Um, in the second, the uh, the Blue Jackets take the lead. I uh, Sorry, not take the lead. They extend the lead. As Boone Jenner scores a hat trick, his third goal of the night, from Jake Bean. And this is a play where Capo Caco makes a turnover in the offensive zone. And the Rangers were never able to reset. And this was another bad Jones-Schneider combination. Behind their own net, they lose the puck, just out of position, not particularly strong, and it leads to a Blue Jackets goal. And then soon thereafter, a minute and 17 seconds later, it's a Juracek scoring from Liney and Provorov. And this is one that I think Igor would probably like to have back. Uh, and so it's 4-1 Columbus, and that would be the score going into the third. And give the Rangers credit, in the third, they really did control play uh, you know, pretty strongly. In terms of any line tweaks, it seemed as if Panarin was getting double shifted and we were seeing a lot of Trocheck with Cooley and Panarin. So Cooley moving to the right side. Uh, and so, you know, Wheeler was on that line. We did not see much of Blake Wheeler in the third period. Uh, you know, we didn't see as much of the Heedle Lafreniere Panarin line. It seemed like when Panarin was on, it was more with Trocheck and Cooley. And eventually they do score. Now, this was after they didn't score on a power play where Juracek interferes with Vincent Trocek. I thought Trocek had a pretty solid game compared to others. And uh, Will Cooley scores his first NHL goal from Trocek and Gustafson. So Gustafson uh, with his first two points as a Ranger in this game. So good for Cooley. Who deserved it? Like, I, I think that 
really excited to see what he can do. Him and Brennan Othman. Whenever Othman does get the call, I think like the new the new prospects could give you something uh, here. And Cooley certainly has been pretty solid. So the Rangers now trail 4-2. Then, you know, after lots of chances for the Rangers, Jacob Truba had a glorious chance and a great setup by Panarin, but Truba could not score, which is frustrating. And then, you know, not too much after that, uh, Panarin turns it over. Blue Jackets have, uh, you know, it, it might have been a two-on-one. It was not a man rush. And uh, Justin Danforth scores his first goal of the season from Sillinger and uh, Kent Johnston. Um, I believe that's who it was. And Columbus takes a 5-2 lead right there. So any chance that they had to come back was basically done. Uh, Damon Severson, the former Devil, does uh, take a penalty at 18:34 as he slashes Vinny Trocek. Uh, and Chris Kreider, uh, on a, uh, with a six on four, scores a power play goal. His third goal of the season from Panarin and Fox, but it's too little too late. The Rangers lose 5-3. They outshot the Blue Jackets 17-2 to in the third period. So, you know, the effort was there the whole way through, but just, again, uh, too many, you know, not taking advantage of offensive opportunities and the defense just, uh, again, really against the rush and in front of the net were just not good enough. So... That's unfortunate, and, you know, this was a divisional game. Uh, you know, you, you don't think of Columbus in that way, but it was. And so now, a lot of Western Conference games for the rest of the month, actually. So, there are seven more games in October. The next two are at home, including the home opener versus the Coyotes, and then they face the National Predators. Then a five-game road trip. Um, a mostly Western Canada trip, I believe, but I think it's... I think it's the Kraken, and then probably in some order, Vancouver, uh, Edmonton, Calgary. It's not that order, but... And then uh, Winnipeg. So, a lot of Western Conference coming up here in the first month. And, you know, uh, always exciting for the home opener. We'll see how they do against the Arizona Coyotes, who did beat the New Jersey Devils in a shootout. So, you cannot take Arizona lightly. I think that's a team that's improving. And after this performance, the Rangers really should be coming out strong in their home opener. We'll see about the status of Ryan Lindgren. They say it's day-to-day. -day. This was kind of unexpected. I mean, we knew he blocked a lot of shots last game, and I suspect maybe it's a hand, like somewhat of a hand injury. Like, uh, I don't know, in that neck of the woods, hand, wrist, maybe arm, like something like that. Um, but this was a late scratch. It was not expected. All of a sudden, it comes out a half hour before the game that Ryan Lindgren is out, Zach Jones is in. So I really hope for the Rangers' sake and for Lindgren's sake, you know, I'm sure everyone looks forward to that home opener. So hopefully Lindgren, you know, it was just exercise and caution. He'll be good to go. Lindgren's a tough guy. I mean, it, 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 as much as he does miss time because the way he plays, he plays through a lot. So if he's not, if he's out next game, that probably tells you it's something here. But hopefully it's nothing... Uh, too severe but again rangers first two games on the road first game a good one at buffalo second game not a good one they lose to the blue jackets 5-3 and they will head home for their first home game at madison square garden of the season they will take on the arizona coyotes and the rangers have a one-on-one -on -one record